Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Welcome, welcome, everyone. How are we doing today? Uh, if you're talking to us, good, good. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, I am. I am so stoked. So and stoked. Yes. So here we go. Welcome to another episode of Not Your Mama's News presented by the Union of the Unknowns. And this is a spooky, spectacular Halloween special. Unless... <laughs> Did I hear a ghost? Unless you're in Australia, then you're already in the future. You're beyond that. But we're all here together. We're celebrating. It's spooky. It's real. We're vibing. With me, I have my pod mate. Stella Q. How are we today, Stella? Shuffling papers. Yes. <laughs> Halloween was so yesterday. I think it's All Saints Day today, I believe. We're mopping okay. up the mess. Yes. So it was old news there. How are you doing? Or as you would say, how are you going? Hey, yeah, Matt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, I had another little visit from Stumpy yesterday, so I was happy to see that he's okay after two, two days of torrential rain. Ooh. Good. That's good. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, we'll come back to that. My world has become. <laughs> we'll come back to that because I want to do a, a little um, a little news reporting myself on that subject. And Lovely. with us today of Burn Babylon Burn and the Doom Kitchen, the Liberty Connector, the friendliest guy in the Liberty community, the most outgoing guy I've ever met, he makes friends everywhere he goes. Ando, how you doing? Hey, how are you? You you just introduced me so well, I don't even know how to introduce myself now. Except to say that we, we hang out every weekend at the WTF Forum, just about every weekend. And um, and happy spooky edition. Um, I've incorporated a new thing into my costume. I've added Mr. Sock uh, or <laughs> uh, or Socko. Yeah, it's, it's Mick Foley's Socko, except for I can't figure out where I put the camera on this thing. Hi. Hi, Sako. We have a mascot. <laughs> Very appropriate. Hello, Sako. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> it's above Do you remember Mick Foley? I used to be his sock. <laughs> it's good that he's keeping a foot of the situation. Oh, leave it to Stella for the puns. I can never keep up with the Very punniness of this community. I okay. can, to be totally honest. <laughs> See, just depends which ankle you're looking at it from. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, well, only the soulless can make tons of pun jokes. <laughs> I did it. Okay. Every now and again, I can pull one out of my hat. You're not just a punless heel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So happy to be here with you people uh, for our spooky, spectacular episode. And um, yeah, so we're going to keep it casual tonight. We're going to keep it fun. We're going to chat. We're going to be 
buds, and uh, we're going to take it from here. So first of all, I'm going to update the socials, let people know um, that we're streaming. However, I wanted to see if Stella, briefly before we get into the clown world news, if she would give us a little bit of information about who is Stumpy, in <laughs> case you didn't know, and tell us about the Worm Cafe where you met Stumpy. Yeah, well, let's get the priorities right in this breaking news. Obviously. Stumpy is priority. I would like to believe that, well, Stumpy is an eastern water dragon. For those who don't know, this is an Australian reptile, and there are a lot of them in this area because there's some eastern water around, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but Stumpy is a lovely little chap, and um, he has become, I'm sure it's a he, he has become very friendly towards me and comes now to, he's got a standing reservation at the Worm Cafe. Uh, and whenever we happen to cross paths, which is generally every second day, sometimes every day, uh, he hangs around until I notice him. And then he started to actually come closer and closer. And I've been hand feeding him worms from my Worm Cafe. So he's become my little friend. And uh, Stumpy is called Stumpy because he has a stumpy little tail. It's been damaged at some point, possibly from a dog. But I would like to think that Stumpy was the same eastern water dragon that was saved as a baby from some wire up in our backyard and found a little water dragon. And I couldn't get it out properly, so I called the wires lady and she just, she knew exactly what she was doing. I didn't want to Oh, that's him. amazing. I forgot about that story. Yeah. So I like to think that that's, that's the same lizard. But, you know, I could be deluding myself. But it, this lizard is definitely the same lizard that was around last season. So it's at least been here for at least a year or so because I recognize the tail. So, well, yeah. I hope that it <laughs> is the same, the same little guy. And you also have gotten, um, you've begun getting quite close to him, correct? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, yesterday, Stumpy was getting so, he was so ravenous, I suppose, but I was holding the worms in front of him and he was, he was sort of standing on a ledge and he was like, I, he was trying to get them before I was ready to give them to him. <laughs> it was making me a bit, it was almost practically jumping at me. Like it was ridiculous. Almost fell off the wall twice trying to grab a worm before I actually sort of got it close enough to him. So yeah, he's a, he's a funny little fella. Makes That's great. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've seen, Stumpy. I loved hearing about Stumpy and I have seen um, the pictures of him and he is a, a beautiful little guy. Now, what defines or what makes you think that he's a male? Um, his behavior. Uh, I suspect, I thought it was a female at first, but then I realized that the males tend to do certain little things like head bobbing and he gets quite red down the side of him when he gets, that's sort of what they do when they're ready, when they're looking for a mate as well. So, whoa, <laughs> if you don't hear from me, <laughs> I've been taken into the reptile He likes world. you. <laughs> we might be here to save the world. There might be something more to this. Yes, he's actually here to tell you about what his distant cousins are up to. Yeah, he's a spy. He's a spy and he's one of the good guys. And gathering intel on a yes. large scale. He's bringing us the truth. All he right. told me he would like more worms, please. He always wants more worms. Yeah, he seems to have an unlimited belly for uh, as many worms as Stella can possibly feed him. It's usually about 30 or 40. What a, what a little chunk. Chunk. I know. Total. A little chunker. 
So hopefully um, the worms will all get very horny in the worm cafe. We'll have to, I don't know, maybe I should play some Barry White or something, make them sort of speed things up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a very good, that's a great idea. Yeah. It might be the best idea I've ever heard you have for worm cultivation. We probably should introduce that to the permaculture sphere as well. Worm pool. We'll let, yes. Run some we'll let pool. Mike the polymath know. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It could be a whole new venture, a whole new niche. It could be. Tapped into here. Okay, guys. Well, who wants to go first? Ando, I know um, maybe you because yeah. you might be moving speaking the truck soon. Speaking of worms, um, <laughs> there was a Halloween party at the White House today. And, oh. um, and War Secretary Anthony Blinken brought his kids. And, you know, that's all well and good. You know, you should bring your kids to a Halloween party. But he dressed his daughter up as the Ukrainian flag. And he dressed his son up as Voldemort Zelensky. What a douchebag. Dear, dear. And so he's, Anthony Blinken himself is Ukrainian. So that there's there's so much to this conflict of interest. But, you know, warmongers, kind of warmonger. And, uh. Did they serve um, pizza by any chance? I hope he didn't sing again. Actually, to be honest, I don't think he was that bad. But I didn't want to like it. I wanted to dislike it. I didn't like it. I just didn't think he was awful, you know? Hmm. Y'all saw that, right? Anthony Blinken singing the blues. Oh, that was that guy, right. I I don't really know who he is. Uh, He was playing guitar? Mm Mm-hmm. He... He's not, he's not terrible. He's not, you know, pro level or anything, but he's not he's, terrible, but he was very much like a yeah. dad karaoke without the beer. Yeah. 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 Although you want him to, to just fail at everything he does because, you know, he's bringing us World War Three and sending all of our dollars over to another place. Uh. I'm going to see if I can come up with a picture of that little guy. Um, this costume. Oh, the dogs are going off. Okay, I get you, Ashley. You're muted because of the dogs. Gotcha. We can just talk amongst ourselves. (laughs) I like those dogs, by the way. They are wonderful dogs. Um, Oh, they're so sweet. If if you want to get it, go go to Infowars, because I I snuck over there to grab a story really fast, and I'm like, they always have. You know? They've been been this good to me for 20-something years, so... Um, Infowars, you know, you yeah. Well, you you know what's kind of sus with them, and then you you know what's a legitimate story. This is one that that had you know a Twitter link to it and actual yeah. pictures. So you know, yeah. There's always some and, truth. Um, oh yeah, no, I I think Infowars is great. It's yeah. you know it it's on the higher truth truth percentage than least. Um, and uh, also, you know, you can buy some supplements to you know get you know get your worm porn going you know you can give them the, <laughs> the stuff and they'll have super male vitality and that might turn my worms gay mate no that it does the opposite <laughs> it's the that, water that, that turns things gay because the atrazine content and uh and other such things but whenever you give them brain force they get you get smart worms and then when you give them ultra male vitality then you know they drink teeny tangerine and you know and they're they're basically Alex for a moment. So 
I don't really want to yeah. encourage the worms to become <laughs> intelligent and rise up and take over the reptiles. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a right. worm, a worm driven, a, a worm ruled world. Maybe that wouldn't be such a bad thing. I'm sure it would all be underground for sure. It wouldn't or be much not. different than it really is because, you know, uh, as we talk about all the time, that these people are possessed by demonic parasites. So uh, very similar to worms, you know, lower life forms that are grabbing the puppet strings of the psychopaths that are running everything. So, you know, these are these are Rob conversations, but I always enjoy them. <laughs> and it's why the ivermectin was like the uh, wooden stake, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think, see, they steal our medicine and sell us their cures. Um, but ivermectin, it's so funny because people were making jokes about ivermectin curing everything because, you know, they were trying to make fun of anti-vaxxers. And, mm. uh, and it turns out that just getting rid of parasites will cure a lot of things. Oh, absolutely. And it's funny yeah. how uh, lately too, well, not funny, but lately they've made that connection between um, psychological status and the gut, the biome, biome, biome. Um, so yes, that would definitely correlate with that hypothesis for sure. Yes, I have actually seen that they did a fecal transplant from a mouse that was showing signs of schizophrenia schizophrenia, which I don't know if they cultivated that or, or how that ended up happening, but, um, then they, hang, hang on, they did... hang on. Sorry. Sorry. How would you diagnose a mouse as having schizophrenia? That's a good question. That part <laughs> I'm not sure what about. The... Unless The best part um... of it is it's got schizophrenia. Let's give it a poop change and see what happens. <laughs> well, actually, the first thing they, they gave the schizophrenia poop to a non- schizophrenic mouse <laughs> okay. and that mouse then began displaying maybe it was like anti-social type or like frantic behavior or up and down up and down. i don't know it's worth digging mm. into but that the mouse who had who did not show signs of schizophrenia who received the fecal transplant then began began showing signs of schizophrenia then i just mm. saw a blip just this week this would have been a good story that that they also did that with alzheimer's so there's mm. definitely a lot going on with the gut biome and probably with um you know the difference that they have in the food and the water and all that stuff but the overuse of antibiotics in our society as well it's a fascinating subject well you know i mean like poop could change the world but i'd sort of want to meet the person that uh, i was going to have their poop you know, maybe i don't know take me out to dinner <laughs> right. first something I'm yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, so if you get schizophrenia from getting your poop exchanged with somebody with schizophrenia, is it schizophrenia at that point? And can I say that? <laughs> uh, you definitely yes, you can, can say it, and I think you it is. <laughs> I think it is. And it I also think that this makes me think that people should be... <laughs> I'm thinking of Owen Benjamin right now. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm just saying if you are engaged in certain activities with other adults you may want to consider using protection yeah you might get you know worms and poop it might be contagious <laughs> i don't know right so if you get the alzheimer's from the poop you can't remember shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I think that's how it goes. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? All this, all this modern medicine and stuff, and they're still reverting to things like transferring poo and leeches and stuff like that. It's just, it always fascinates me. It is. I should have who... stuck with the natural stuff to start with. Rocker, I mean, why didn't bloody Rockefeller think of that? What an idiot. If he'd have, he could have, you know, really harnessed the whole natural medical industry. And then at least if we had elites making money off us, at least we'd all be well. And he could For make sure. money off staying well instead of people getting sick. Yeah. But the problem is that if you're well, then you're in a healthy place here and here to fight the good fight. And so that is the benefit of not only making money off of your, um, off of the sick care model, but um, it also keeps you and, and a lot of people in that slave mindset, right? Yeah. They don't want us alive basically. So that's yeah. the last thing they do. Sorry. Yeah. I just had a perfect <laughs> world moment. Forgive me. You could be forgiven. Thank yeah. You. I don't know if we will here, but somebody will. Probably. It's Halloween. I don't know. I might have to wait till tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so uh, as people who don't give medical advice, right? Because that's not what we do, right? Don't do it. Do yep. That. Yeah. Never. Um, no. I recommend against swapping poop with strangers. <laughs> yeah. I Just would also advise against that. Be careful who you swap your fecal matter with. Indeed. I, I think that's yeah, strong sure. life advice going forward. Well, any juices for that matter, really. Yeah. Have, have you all seen that South Park episode with Tom Brady? Uh, the, where they're <laughs> seeking out Tom Brady's poop to do poop swaps on them so that they can <laughs> have his superpowers? I think that what I have, that... actually. But it's been a couple years, right? Oh, yeah. It's been a few years. But what if that there's really that and that's why they're doing so much sewer surveillance is because they're really trying to find Tom where Tom Brady's pooping because in the episode he was hiding his poop so that, that they wouldn't get a hold of it because it was it gave them too much more. Yeah. I honestly I think if um yeah there's there's probably a lot that they can tell from the fecal matter collection that they're doing. Absolutely it's like you know biosurveillance state on crack. Really? Well, you know, I mean, if they want my poop, that's fine. But I'm going to sell it to them. You can't have it for free. You can at least pay me. Yeah. yeah. Pay for poop. Pay for poop. Pay for poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, if they want to hang pay. around in the sewers like the little rats and cockroaches they are and do all that sort of stuff, go, go for your life. Well, they definitely do. Out. We know that uh, Bill Gates loves drinking the, um, the poop the poop water, you know? Mm -hmm. So he does. I'm sure he does love it. I bet he does. You know? And he, honestly, we should take health advice from him because he looks like the epitome of health. If I think of health, this guy, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Me too. You should should see what Stumpy knows about him. I should get some intel. Yes. Yes. Please ask Stumpy because we we would like to know the inside scoop, and and maybe Stumpy thinks he's legit. Maybe Stumpy does think that he is uh, actually trying to save the world with with his um, contributions. <laughs> I'll buy Stumpy a little tiny PI hat. Send him on a mission. <laughs> uh, will you also get him a little tiny PI notebook and a, a little tiny little um, pencil? 
Yes, and um, a pencil, a magnifying glass. Bullets. Yes, yes, definitely. Oh yes, a magnifying glass. Yeah, and that is the hat going to look like Sherlock Holmes hat? Uh, yes, possibly. Possibly. Thank we'll you. see. We'll see whatever fits his spikes. Okay. I feel like that's going to work. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. We've solved that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving right along, Miss Stella Q, what do you have for us? Well, not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot happening. I mean, there is stuff happening, but you know, uh, there's a lot of fires. Uh, it's been a not a good fire time. Um, there's been lots of houses lost and there's been some lives lost as well over the last, oh, I don't know, three weeks. Um, one of the interesting spots where the fire is burning right now, quite a, a nasty fire and someone has died. Do you remember a while ago I brought a story, or you will remember, uh, it was in Queensland in a place near, uh, oh, what's the name of it? Wayne Mini, place near a place called Tara. And there was some there was like, um, you know, conspiracy theorists called, there was three people called Train, the Train family. Anyway, it ended up where um, the police did a raid and two young cops were executed. And do you remember that story? I'm and, trying um, to think about that. It's not ringing a bell, which is odd. Okay. I feel like I would have remembered it. It was a very much, it was around the time, let me, let me jog your memory with this. It was around about the time where I was, uh, it was December last year. That's right. December last year. I think it was the 12th, actually. Um, the cops were talking about how police office was, officers were sacrificed. Um, do you, does that ring a bell? That anyway. does ring a little bit of a bell, yeah. Yeah. So it was a big thing. And then after, it was questionable about the whole intention of it all. Um, you know, anyway, I, I won't go into it all now, but it, that area was under discrepancy afterwards because it was apparently targeted for a gas company or something like that. So that was one possible rumor, but there was some fairly solid evidence that I sort of saw about that. But, you know, without actually going like fully deep into it, you just don't know. Um, the other weird thing was after these three people were killed by police and two police officers and a neighbor. So six people died that day, allegedly. And uh, there was a fire. It was all very, very sus. And yeah. then afterwards, after that, the police or you know, the police department or however you call them, uh, were talking about purchasing that property to then turn it into like a police training center, academy-ish sort of type area. It's like, that's super weird. That's weird. There's lots of weird things going on. Yeah. So back to today. Uh, now, so that's where the bushfire is primarily. All that sort of area is. Um, let me just, please, just give me a moment. And I'll so, yeah, while place. you do that, I was going to ask you, when you had mentioned at the very beginning of your story about some fires happening, I was curious if there was something out of place, you know, Lahaina-esque Acapulco-esque if there was something odd. And I would say that this is something odd. The fact that uh, an odd crime involved that had involved police officers and, as you said, the word sacrifice and uh, a piece of land that they had discussed and now all of a sudden something's happening there. I mean, it, it sounds very weird. 
It's just, yeah, look, it's not beyond the realms of possibility because this, I mean, Australia is a place of bushfires. We get a lot of bushfires. It's not sure. unusual. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it's just another thing, okay? It's just another connection with this place. Um, not much you can do about it, but it, it, I, I don't know whether that was burned very much during the 20, uh, 2019, 2020 fires. I'm not sure how that particular area fared in all that. So that would be interesting to look at. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, there's been like a huge amount of, um, I think it's 54 houses were lost or something. So it's quite large. Anyway, it's just one to watch. I just thought I'd mention it because it was a yeah. connection with a previous story and another, I don't know, a, a yeah. weird story that we had. And it sounded like it kind of caught your, um, you, you know, put up your spidey senses a little bit. So, yeah, well, that's I think the that's original story with the, um, well, the massacre, we'll say. Um, there was all sorts of, that was very much pointing at the conspiracy theorist. That was when they were really, really trying to, the police were not only trying to get back some credibility after all the things they did to everyone <laughs> through 2021, 20, mm -hmm. um, you know, everyone basically hated them. And <clears throat> so they all stood up there and, you know, they're doing their unusual things that police officers wouldn't generally do, which is a particularly, you know, at the top level, they're not really supposed to i mean I'm, of course they're human but they're not supposed to really show you know emotion or anything like that when they're reporting on things or bringing information and yet they were all you know the the leader was you know trying to hold back tears and right. all this sort of thing and like i mean i even have i've got to be careful but i wonder about those two alleged officers whether they even existed <clears throat> anyway right yeah, and, and I think that's on. fair. In today's day and time, the understanding that we have crisis actors that yeah. we know um, are, are intentionally put there to help lead us astray, I think it's something that is worth considering. Like, maybe we're crazy, maybe we're way off base, but why not at least have it as something that we consider, you know? Yeah, it was um, just unusual, the whole thing. You know, these young officers were very green and they were sort of sent into this situation. That was kind of weird. All sorts of things. And then, of course, in the in the papers you get the, they were young, they were attractive, the officers. Um, mm. you, one photo of the gentleman, the young guy, um, of course, he was standing there holding puppies. The other one was the young lady with standing there with her mom. You know, it was just all very point. you know, the typical propaganda that you would expect. Yes, heartstring pulling. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, every angle. And yep. um, I think it actually did sort of work in one way. I think there were some people that were kind of a lot more sympathetic towards oh, the police are just doing their best, you know, that sort of. You know, the, um, so there was, again, multifaceted. It was them trying to earn back some credibility. It was them saying, well, we're on top of this. It was them pointing at the conspiracy theorist type people. Um, now, the stuff that th that guy was. Uh, well, the stuff that he was sort of like posting and everything is the kind of stuff we normally talk about. So, yeah, um, as the agenda goes, they're trying to make out that anyone who thinks outside of the square is basically crazy. So that's the whole thing. That was the big premise. And it was not long before the Ohio thing, which I thought was weird because their names were Train. And it was like, mm. and then there's this Train disaster. And I've started thinking, oh, there's all these weird connections, you know, from one thing to the next. That some things are numbers, some things are names. Yes. Weird. And I, something else that made me think about it was um, 
when you were talking about this story was the fact that I believe there was one or two officers that were on site for George Floyd who were also brand new, like had just gotten started. Right. Yeah. And, uh, Obviously, Derek Chauvin was not one of them, but there was a couple of other officers that were apparently extremely green to be involved with that. So that Hmm. in and of itself is interesting. Um, You know, this like first week on the job kind of thing. And then you saying that it was a a similar situation. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Mm. That's an interesting connection. I mean, an interesting observation. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can... they would do that because they'd have to sort of, I mean, those young people would just do anything they were told in that situation, wouldn't they? Yeah. Be completely compliant without yep. question. So they're handy and they're probably expendable if things came to that. So, Yeah, maybe we should do a little uh, a little deep dive on that, a side-by-side comparison of um, just the, the similarities, maybe a little compare and contrast, mm. something like that. I would be curious to see. I'm sure you could probably pick a number of events and find some of the same similarities. Yeah, I bet so. We've got this disinformation bill thing coming in. Well, I don't know if it's actually coming in. I'm not. I'm, I'm a bit lost as to where we are with that, actually. Uh, I think there's still a petition going till ooh, maybe another couple of days from memory. Uh, so I'm not sure what, what's going to happen with that, but... <laughs> That's concerning. It's not going to... Yeah, it's very concerning, yes. It's not going to be good. It's not, it almost makes me feel like, I mean, what's going to happen? You know, are we going to have to say, so I really want to reiterate that I totally believe everything about this story and you better know that I believe it, you know, like you're going to have to start talking in code. I think we're going to have to learn some sign language. Yeah. Uh, I would say so. I'm, I'm concerned about that. It's not like people are not going to get around it, but you know, you don't want to have to do that. You would rather obviously be able to just speak freely, but we know that they are desperate to shut us up. They don't want us speaking out against the narrative, questioning the narrative, uh, when something's an obvious false flag, an obvious operation, obviously you know, disinformation and people start calling it out. They don't like that. No. And I'm just thinking about the vacuous world that we'll be left in when all truth has been eradicated. And that's not just in media and that that's going to be spiritual as well. Um, it's just going to be a void of, yeah, I don't know. I can't even imagine. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. Truth is a person, right? Yeah. Truth so, is is him. Yeah. For a little while, but hopefully he might come back. Yeah, hopefully we'll get him back. He's uh, working today. He's on the road, so we will um, we'll move on and hope that he comes back to us. Now, did you have anything else that you wanted to add about um, the disinformation aspect, uh, or? I haven't really brought anything and I haven't really been looking into it. So it's probably best not to mention it too much, but you know, it's just, I think it's sort of happening pretty much everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just want to control everything. Um, it's going to be sort of like, I suppose we'll eventually, we might get back to the world before the internet, which, you know, yeah, such a bad thing, really. Although I'm, you know, that's going to be a bummer too misconnecting with people in other countries, for instance. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll see where it goes, but, um, 
I'm sure, yeah, as you say, as you say, we generally, people are pretty creative and clever and I'm sure we'll find some workarounds and, you know, they can smother us as long as they, as much as they want, but we will still find a way to get around it. Always. Somebody, oh, I wish I could remember who it was. Somebody I was just listening to in the last 24 hours was saying the way, I'll just paraphrase, the way you can tell if you're controlled or not is if you're not allowed to say anything against your government or authorities, yes. then you're controlled. It, yeah, that. It, it was actually Ando that shared that video right. with us okay. in the WTF forum uh, chat. And it, it, yes, who are you not allowed to criticize? Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. and yeah. yeah, and on this podcast, we're not going to tell you, but you, you know, do the, do the math. Who can you not criticize, right? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Think about so, it even. A lot of people don't even think about it. Yeah, they don't, but they need to start. So we have oh, wow. Headband Harvest. Shout out Headband Harvest. Hello. Thank you for joining us live. They Welcome. say, howdy from Brisbane. I usually listen on podcasts. Unreal. Oh, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good to have you. Brisbane. Hope it's going well up there. Probably pretty warm. Yeah, so I was wondering, Stella, if you um, if you guys knew each other, but um, no, no, I don't. Well, how how lovely. Maybe yeah, they know thank me. You. <laughs> lovely Maybe. to have you here. Thank you. It is very lovely to have you here, and um, yes, enjoy your day. Absolutely, thank you. So, um, yeah, and one more thing that I wanted to add on the topic of cracking down a free speech, what we have happening here in the States. Now, okay, I want to get your thoughts on this, Stella. Now, this is not necessarily my story, but it's the current thing. You know, we always know we got to have a current thing. So we have all these other psyops and boss flags swirling in the ether, but we have the main thing that's swirling over our heads at all times right Mm -hmm. so for a long time we know what it was it was the cold and flu season then after that we know what it was it was russia ukraine and now we know what it is right Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. israel palestine um in the battle royale we have people at each other at each other's throats over it we have uh despicable politicians particularly egregious here in the States and they are begging people to want to go to war. They are war pigs. They are pounding the drums of war and it's really disgusting. And I'm going to go ahead and give you um, number one because she keeps popping up in our Twitter feed, even though I don't follow her. And that's Nikki Haley. I don't know who this person is and I'm very keen to find out. So thank you for bringing her up. Yes. So she is a politician from South Carolina, right? She is conservative, which is not true, obviously, but that's what she goes by. And she is also in the presidential race at this time. Now, my understanding is that President Trump is leagues and miles ahead of any presidential candidate on the right, meaning even, even RFK Jr. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's definitely over RFK Jr. and anybody in the conservative field. So Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence was also running. And uh, Mike, 
Mike Pence yeah. on fire. <laughs> exactly. Mike liar, liar, Pence on fire. Um, and But he just dropped out this week. So he said, it's not my time. And I thought, <laughs> you're right. It isn't your time. It's never going to be your time. You despicable mother. Beep. I, uh, I'm trying to cut down on my cussing. Um, I had a conversation with Angry Tiger. And I've been trying oh, to yeah. cut down. Um, I'm going to see if I can find a picture of Nikki Haley here to show you. She is. So here's the show interesting. Show me the accused. Yeah. Yeah, I will. The accused. Here she is. She's a weird, a weird name. Nimarada Nikki Haley Nay Randhawa, born January 20th, 1972, an American politician and diplomat who served as the 116th governor of South Carolina from 2011 to 2017 and as the 29th United States ambassador to the United Nations for two years <laughs> from uh, January 2017 through December 2018. But she's also... A member of the Republican Party, Haley is the first Indian American to serve in a presidential cabinet. Oh, okay. And She's indigenous. All right. Yeah. But Is she that looks that fits the narrative. It does definitely fit the narrative, but she looks like a regular ass white person. All right, let me pull her excuse, up. Excuse me, Ash. Just yes. um do you need to say something, Ando? You feel, sort of get the feeling you need to say something. No. <laughs> No, I just got back. Uh, oh, I, okay, I just cool. pulled off a dock. I okay. I was gonna say though uh, that Mike Pence is out. He he bailed yes. just uh, yeah. a couple of days ago. Just this week. Yep. He said it's not my time. And dropped the pence <laughs> <laughs> like a hot rock. So yes. Yeah, so Nikki Haley, big time warmonger here. We also have the oh, okay. treacherous descendant of senator john mccain who was a famous warmonger as well his daughter megan mccain so she's not a politician but what she is is a public figure and a talking head and she was a propagandist on the awful talk show the view here in the states <sighs> with those horrible right, okay. yep. vile women <laughs> mm -hmm. um so she was on that for a while now she's a talking head on Twitter. She gets on there every day and she can't talk enough about how we should go to war for Israel. And it's really disgusting. So that basically we have people banging the war drums. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to my point people. And these politicians who can't wait to send, you know, other people's kids to fight and die for Israel. Yeah. And the money exactly. that they steal from the poor and working class in the middle class and send to other countries to blow other people up no matter where you're at on this side. And I'm not saying that there's nuance and I'm not saying that I'm a forensic historian and I understand everything. I don't, but I'm just saying, please use your critical thinking here and know that you're being lied to probably on both sides. Yes. Headband harvest said another Pocahontas. And I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. Although the interesting thing about Nikki Haley is that I have not really heard it bandied about like the woman of color narrative. Interestingly mm -hmm. enough, they don't really. Well, she's she's dot Indian, so I know she's not feather Indian like like Pocahontas is like Pocahontas. <laughs> Pocahontas. Oh, okay. So not that kind of Indian. Right, not Native American, but uh, it, but it's right. still strange that they don't gotcha. play it up like well as a woman of color. 
you know, and she, I never would have known that. She just looks basic to oh, me. Oh, they might be keeping that one up their sleeve for when it's relevant or more important or they need it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, possibly so. Um, so what, but what you have going on though is people, a, a lot of people in the conservative space, I don't necessarily mean the politicians, but just regular conservative people. There's a lot of overlap in the freedom community with them during COVID times and even during the Ukraine war, you know? So that was, it was interesting because I was like, well, we really agree on a lot of stuff. And it, it felt like they were so close to just seeing totally through the veil, totally through the matrix, right? Mm -hmm. And then as soon as this conflict started, it was, <laughs> it's, they're behaving the right is in the way that the left was behaving during the other stuff. Like they're just as tyrannical. They're just as okay with the people on the left. And like a lot of students who are protesting um, in a, like a pro Palestine way, they want them shut down. They don't want them to have freedom of speech. They want them to be punished. They're fine with them being doxxed and having their lives and their careers ruined. Um, they're fine with people losing everything for speaking out oh. against Israel. And I'm again, I'm not saying one way or the other, I don't care what your opinion is, but if you are conservative and you saw literally everything that has happened the last four years, especially, you spent the last eight, what, eight years saying fake news, fake news. Okay, so you know it's fake news and then all of a sudden this one thing happens and you don't know it's fake news anymore? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna re, -re remind you that it's not the right. It's the right portion of Globo Homo. It is the yes. conservatives that that are doing this. They're the they're the Zionist phylosemites. Um, yes. The real right wing is quite the opposite and usually very much against the wars. Yes, and Ando does always correct me on this, and I appreciate that. It's true, but you know who I'm talking about. Who I, you know who I mean, right? Yeah, the Shapiro's out there. Yeah, yeah, those kind of people. The um, uh, Judah Peter uh, Peterstein. Yeah, those kind of people. Yeah. Hey, was that you, Ando, that posted something about Shapiro's father? No, I might. I don't know Shapiro's father. I know Netanyahu's father was a terrorist, so like father, like son. But I don't know about Shapiro's father. But I have heard. remember. I had heard, so I definitely feel like there's a connection with Shapiro's mom and Hollywood, right? And then he used to work for Breitbart, and there's certainly an accusation out there that he is basically on the Mossad payroll. And that would not surprise me at all, because we saw the sudden rise of the Daily Wire as you know this, this huge company, and we all know how it is for real podcasters out there. Like you're 99% of the time you're grinding it out for a really long time. Um, and you're, you know, you're doing the value for value stuff. You don't just all of a sudden have this like multi-million dollar operation mm. and all these people on your staff and then enough money to hire Jordan B. Peterson. So yeah, yeah. it's, I us. mean, you, you, you learn to recognize it after a while I and mean, it's all quite obvious really when you know what to look yes. for. Yes. But this, um, what you're talking about, this sort of behavior, this is like the, the extreme pendulum swing. This is this was spoken about and predicted by a couple of people I've, I've heard. Hey, Keelthor. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it just sounds like this is the extreme swing back to, you know, the right or whatever. 
um, yeah. which worries oh. me about what the next extreme swing is going to be because that's going to be very bent. Yes. And I didn't even finish asking you what you, okay. So I, I didn't even finish getting my point and I want to get your thoughts on this and Andos. Uh, but in the meanwhile, we have Kilthor in the chat what up, and he, he hasn't been feeling that well. So we want to wish oh. Kiel a speedy recovery and thanks for joining us in the chat, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Get well, Matt. Yeah. And uh, send us a super chat if you feel like it, Kiel. We would love that. <laughs> Super chat. Uh, your okay. your comment uh, gets moved to the front, Kiel, for for that money. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm kidding, everyone, of course. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so Stella. So this is the thing, and Ando, want to get your feedback on this. So we know that they're trying to bring the narrative back around to the whole domestic terrorist thing. So they spent all these many years declaring maggot Republican extremists are domestic terrorists. If you fly the Gats flag, you're a domestic terrorist, all this stuff, right? Like they're desperate to, to call anyone who doesn't go along with the narrative, a domestic terrorist. And they, they also spent this time letting, you know, BLM riots get away with it for the most part. And that was never called an insurrection or anything like that. And although I believe that whether it's January 6th, whether it's BLM uh, riots, or whether it is maybe even some of these protests, especially the ones where they're saying like hateful, you know, anti-Semitic speeches being, you know, chanted or whatever. I think that we have to consider that maybe there are uh, crisis actors involved in that, like stirring 100%. up trouble, right? 100%. Yep. So, but, but even having laid that groundwork, even with that understanding, they, you have a lot of people that appear to be like left-leaning younger people that are protesting for Palestine and the powers that shouldn't be don't like that, but it's the, you know, the white conservative MAGA person or the Liberty person that they're trying to call a domestic terrorist. And they're trying to like bring back home the, the war on terror, but uh, but it's the everyone that they wanted to call a terrorist is supporting Israel. So what, how are they going to do it? What are they going to do? How are they going to spend this? You know, I know we don't know. We're just speculating, but I just, I'm curious to what you thought about that. Are you trying to lead me into the, um, the thoughts that there is going to likely be more Muslim terrorism in our very near future? Well, that's certainly something that I wanted to touch on. And I, I do have a theory that we formulated today on the phone when we were talking um, that I, I do want to talk about. But I'm curious, how could they, how is this going to tie back in? Like, how could you tie in Islamic or Muslim extremists, whatever they want to spin it as, domestic terrorists with the people here that they're calling domestic terrorists whenever the people that they want to call domestic terrorists here agree with the current thing. Well, uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to work. They, they've they done this before. Uh, I mean, with this war thing, you know, how they quickly flipped on my body, my choice when it came to vaccines, sure. et cetera. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They're, they're not intellectually honest people. So it, it doesn't matter what happens. They're, they're, they're going to push as they push because this is gotcha. this is joe biden's clown world you know he's the ringleader 
he's not really the ringleader. It's probably Obama, Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett, but you know, the uh, the clown world that that is happening in our face, and they just do it. At honk the, honk, mother efforts. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay so that that makes sense i guess that where i get hung up is because i can get very literal and i get my mind in one path and then i'm like okay how are you gonna do this but i wasn't really considering like they'll just do whatever they do they don't care if it makes sense is if they tell their certain little activated cult like this is what you think and this is what you do then they'll just think that yeah, they're all being led it, by the nose, by a ring through their nose, you know. I mean, it doesn't really have to make sense. They're just going to go with whatever they're – it's all social engineering. Yeah. I mean, it, mm-hmm. people people on mass are so pliable. It's ridiculous. It's not that hard. I mean, it's it's easy to walk up and lie to somebody and you, you, you just make shit up and just say to them, hey, this is blah, blah, and they'll go, oh, really? Without a thought. And it's like, no, yeah. actually, I just made that up to see if you were going to question it. <laughs> But um, you, you know, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you failed right. as a human. Um, so yeah, uh, it's just so it's it's part of it is the confusion as well. It's the confliction. People like us, us, you know, we do get caught up. It's very easy to get caught up in those, yes. like you're talking about, of trying to make some sense, trying to put some logic into this. The whole basis of this is to have no logic. So uh, you know, overall. In a, in a structural sense, yeah, because they're trying to break the structure. hundred percent. That's it's totally not making. Not... Sorry. Go ahead. And not making sense is uh, is also part. It helps to demoralize us. I, I think. Yeah, I think you're right about that. So Ch- Kiel said, "Super chat space is neither fake nor gay." Well, we have some people that would debate you on that, my friend. It's fake I, and gay. I'm not at this time because I don't care. Uh, I'm on this spinning, whatever it happens to be. And it doesn't matter to me because I can't go anywhere. But I I also tend to lead with Stella that they never went to the moon and um, it's fake and gay. So, well, he'll say, if it is a void, we never went there. <laughs> what now? Right? If it is a void, we never went there. Yeah, we avoided yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, <laughs> we- if it's <laughs> good one. <laughs> It, it because that would be freaking impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, so, considering, um, considering um, they could, you know, they did that mission to the moon with uh, the sort of computing power that's probably in my handheld calculator from 1993. Um, yeah. <laughs> good, good one, guys. <laughs> got us. You got us good. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay. Now, having droned on and on a lot, my apologies. I can get very, um, Not at all. like, you know, I just, all the details that I want to get out. And sometimes it's, it's a, it's a messy ball of yarn. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for, for bearing with me. I always enjoy your dilemmas. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so does the dog. And Molly's. <laughs> She's got yeah, the there's one part. right now. So, okay. So then to get to my you're little, little, you're a little low in level now. Oh, sorry about that. Can how's that? It's all right. You just went down a little bit. That's all. Oh, good. Strong. I still hear you. Okay. I don't. I don't know what happened. That's weird. But um, anyway, so my apologies in that regard. But the I, dog stole some of your decibels. I think so. Stella, will you see if you can bring it up from your end? Oh, Maybe? okay. Sure. 
no just worries. take a peek and and maybe see um i will have a look if, while you if there's a, an adjustment to be made but anyway so then my theory because ando and i were talking about well ando do you want to tell them or i guess you already said it but you believe that we will have another terrorist attack on american soil correct and i think that's fair i think you might be frozen ando I think, oh, there you are. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was based off of something that, that I had heard from, um, I think it was uh, Salty Cracker was talking to, uh, to uh, what's that guy's name? Um, darn it. I can't remember his name, but he, he does another kind of YouTube show. He's really popular. Um, but he, he's, he's not an unknown like us. Uh, anyway, they were talking about it, and he he thinks that that's one of the reasons. You know, obviously they're shipping them all here, so and then you know they they made it their priority to bring them all in from Afghanistan, and even Mayorkas put out put out a memo that said that he that you know we're on high alert because they're afraid people like me are going to go attack these poor little Afghani's that that they made sure to get back to the United States while they left some troops high and dry and people that were providing medical support and whatnot. Anyway, um, the idea is, you know, yeah, we're we're getting inundated. Uh, you know, Dearborn, Michigan is definitely not the same place it was 10 years ago, uh, nor is Minneapolis, Minnesota, and a variety of places have been inundated with this stuff. Um, I mean, there's a lot in the trucking industry as well. And if they could do something that, you know, that they could blame on Hamas, then it it gets everybody catalyzed. It's sort of on the fence. I'm still going to be against it. You're still going to be against it. But it gets all the people that are on the fence. And then it also gives people the ammunition to the free Palestine people on the left to say, well, they attacked our blah, blah, blah. So um, then getting into the uh the batman thing right we were talking about that earlier uh yeah yep on so, the wtf forum on sunday uh we had my friend rob brisky on and rob was saying that that a conservative radio host in uh in new mexico um eddie aragon i believe is his name he was he was saying that he would have nothing to do with the U2 concert, the crazy U2 concert that they're hyping up all kinds of big. So not saying that something definitely will happen to that U2 concert. Obviously, I don't know that. But, you know, if, if something does happen to that or um, I think who was it? Uh, I think it was Salty still saying that it might be a Taylor Swift concert. Um and you know they've been hyping the crap out of taylor swift too and she's been doing satanic rituals during her concerts and uh oh, and people have been forgetting them which is another weird thing but that's yeah. weird maybe we should go into that sometime <laughs> hang on what do you so, say yeah, people, hang on. people have been forgetting them is that what you just said oh yeah yeah people have been losing their memory of the taylor they swift don't concert remember. I, I think that isaac weishaupt um has even mm -hmm. talked about that when he covered Taylor a little bit in her, in her concerts, and there's definitely a lot of odd imagery there. Yeah, and she's so, a, she's a possible daughter of um, Crowley, right? No, no Anton Lavey. Anton Lavey, gotcha, yes. gotcha. Okay, uh -huh. yeah, she she does look like that. So okay, she so now identical. Bloody oath, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she does. Yeah. 
So let me tie this in uh, my little theory per this conversation. And the other thing is that you had Senator Ted Cruz recently say that there will very likely be a terrorist attack on American soil. And you also had an FBI, the FBI issue a statement here. So they, they're putting it out there in the ether. And of course, for me, as soon as I hear them say that, I'm like, yeah, because you're in on it, because you're planning it. You're going to make sure that it happens. You're desperate to get the United States into World War III because this is a huge step along the Great Reset, and you need it, you know? We all know it. It's very obvious, right? Mm -hmm. So then um, my story, story, official story, I will get into in a second here, but that we know that Matthew Perry, the friend star, passed away and he has been signing his his instagram post as Mattman, and there was even a little like batman uh imagery in one of the images right really? so that's weird but what ando and i were talking about today is if there was a a terrorist attack where would it be and how would they do it and i think that it may be something big. And that was what we were thinking in the conversation. So he mentioned, and, you know, and like Rob did on WTF forum, the, the dome or whatever they're calling that thing. The iron dome. Um, uh, no, or the YouTube concert. Sound ball, sound sound ball, ball. or something. <laughs> some so orb, weird. maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. At least so, yeah. So that came up and that, and I, cause we were saying like it, it might be a, a huge concert because we know that there have been a lot of weird stuff happening at concerts lately, right? Like even beginning more rituals than concerts now, aren't they? Exactly, exactly, yes. And we know that uh, right when things were kind of starting to get back going, you had Astro World, the Astro World disaster, and there was a lot of weird symbolism. There was the people in our space were thinking human sacrifice and all kinds of weird stuff. And Travis Scott has kind of been associated with the occult side of things anyway and so i was thinking so and was thinking maybe concerts and i think that's fair but i was thinking nfl for some reason oh well, we just lost ando uh, hopefully uh, well, he'll be at, back in a sec the reports that were just coming out whether it's true or not i think it, was, it probably was the reports that were coming out um from the middle east about that festival um which i thought was kind of weird because it's like we had that weird festival thing that happened with um, uh, Burning Man. Yes. Not that anything particularly terrible took place, thank goodness. Uh, right. But there was a lot of weirdness came out of that, a lot of, a lot of rumors, yes. I mean, as you yes. expect. And then there was the festival thing that happened in, um, in uh, the Middle East. Yep, in Israel. Sounds like it was a bit of a, yeah, which is, you know, what you're describing, really. So um, I guess the next st stage is to have it happen outside of the Middle East. Um, yeah. So but, yeah. did y'all catch the note on that, that, that I think about a week before that event, they moved it to that location? Yes. Which is kind of yeah. weird. The yeah, the, the fact they last minute moved it, uh, it's the first time that security has ever been breached. And... Um, a lot of the people that, that died were very likely caught in crossfire. So yeah, the, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things happening with that. And I yeah, hope that gets fully investigated. It won't be because it's, because everybody's just mad. Hmm. 
It's a pretty crazy thing to sort of try to attempt to do in these sort of hot times. You know, it's, oh, let's hold a festival. Well, it's a bit dumb, really, I yeah. would think. I mean, a lot, some people, I guess, are of the mindset of, no, we're not going to let this evil overtake our lives. We're just going to go ahead and live our lives. And, okay, I can get with that thinking, but there's a, you know, there's a point of common sense that got breached there, I think, uh, unless it was obviously an engineered thing. I don't know. There's just as yeah. good a chance, chance of it. I feel like it was. Like, I feel like normally if Hamas uh, tried to do something to Israel, it normally was pretty ineffective. I don't think it was it really did much damage. Yeah, um, and look and look at also what came out of that um, festival thing. Wasn't that uh, wasn't that chick that was that supposed alleged woman? Yes, the rise thrown of in the, the back of the uh, truck, yes. and then apparently you know paraded and half naked around. Now that was a silicon dummy. I have no doubt that that footage was a silicon dummy. It just didn't yeah. look like a human. This um, was so, the, so that in, all came out of that festival thing. So yes. I guess yeah, fully engineered. In, in my opinion, that was the introduction of the influencer atrocity propaganda. So we've mm -hmm. had atrocity mm -hmm. propaganda before, but this is really the first time that we saw all these many super attractive influencer types. And they were influencers, right? They had uh, they looked like models on their Instagram pages. That was what was being shown to people. So it's very obvious that they were co-opting the influencer narrative for their war propaganda. But this was it was unique in that it was kind of the first time that that had happened and had been yeah. used in that way. They're definitely attacking the influencer actually. Yeah, that, that as you point out, uh, look at Andrew Tate, you know. I mean, yeah. he's <laughs> created a character too probably, but um, yeah, they're trying to kill the um, the independent speech, the voice. Um, yeah. It's such a weird thing, isn't it? That that entrepreneurial influence of fame. It's so substanceless. <laughs> I, can't, well, I can't get with it. The other thing too, so here's a thought, but that, and we've talked about this in, in a, a lot of conversations, but that they are sunsetting the traditional celebrity that we know of, yes. right? Yes, definitely. And part, and so you have the sunset of that, and then you have the rise of the influencer. But you mm -hmm. think like, well, both are people that can be controlled, right? True. However, what you don't have the, or or let's say maybe it's easier to have in an influencer space is an AI created mm -hmm. influencer. Yeah. And that you maybe get to the point where, I mean, they're already out there, but you are get to the point where it's, you know, they're propping up AI. So they're totally controllable um, in a way that humans still sometimes will speak out. They still don't always follow their handlers or they break their programming. Look at Brittany, mm -hmm. like yeah. that kind of thing, right? or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe that's why the, the, theme of influencer came about anyway. I mean, it's possible that it was an organic part of the internet and they're just weaponizing that um, and then transitioning to AI. But I also, I just feel like there's something to that. So the influencer was definitely going to be what was selling products, what people were looking at, seeing online. And now, as you said, Stella, it's the weaponization of that for propaganda purposes whether that is for war propaganda or whether that's anti-free speech propaganda, whatever it may be. They are absolutely obsessed with having total control 
it's just beyond ridiculous. Uh, I've, I've got the motel song just constantly in loop in the back of my head, total control. I'd yeah. sell my soul for total control. Yes. Um, it's just been running in the back of my head like a loop for, gosh, a couple of years now. <laughs> yeah. Used, used to do, be in my repertoire too. But, yeah, <sighs> so so um, so true. You know, it, it's, it's interesting actually to look back at a lot of songs and we know that, you know, some of these people were engineered. You know, let's go back to Tavistock. And I'm talking about like singers, famous singers, et cetera. Um, it's it's soul destroying actually to find these things out, you know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. You look back at some of the lyrics of some of these songs, and you know, a lot of people sort of just they hear a song, they like a song, and they sing along with the lyrics, but they never think about the lyrics, like what they're saying or what they're meaning, because like it was different. Songs were a little bit different back then. Not saying that all songs now are you know just churned out. Some are still um, stories, etc. But yeah, most songs are. Um, uh, well, folk so folk songs is music of the people, basically. That's that's mm -hmm. the definition of folk music, and they're usually um, stories. You know, bringing um, oral stories, etc. Yeah, Not all of them. Um, so yes, it's interesting to look back at some of these lyrics, and we could probably map some of the things just by <laughs> studying lyrics alone, really. Absolutely. I definitely think there is something to the subconscious element of these 100%. songs that we repeat over and over and they're, they're catchy and you don't even realize the words yep. for sure. Programming, predictive programming, yes. hypnotism, all the basically. things. Yes. Yes. Um, Kiel said human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like that, Kiel. Um, oh, so I wanted to tie this back together finish up my, my theory here. So basically my theory is that we have heard the message that a, a terrorist attack is going to happen here. We know that, that, that serves the predator class, uh, and they want that it's, it's put out in the ether and we predict that it may be somewhere really big this time. And we have precedent for predictive programming. So in the movie, Batman returns, or is it Batman dark Knight? Either one, it's one of the, um, Christopher Nolan, uh, Heath Ledger, Christian Bale. Oh, okay. Yes. Heath Ledger was the Joker in, in one of these, but this I, wasn't I didn't see any of them. So. Yeah. It wasn't the Heath Ledger one though. So Heath okay. Ledger was the Joker. This was the one with Bane. Um, so I can't, I feel like it might be dark Knight returns, but anyway, there's a scene where Bane, Oh, dark Knight rises. Thank you. Kiel. So Bane, basically hijacks an entire football stadium. It's Pittsburgh, actually. The um, Pittsburgh Steelers stadium, if I recall correctly. Kiel, please let me know if it's true. Um, and that, so basically you have this mass event happening at a football stadium. And when Ando and I were talking today, NFL is what came to mind for me. And I feel like there's been a lot of occult stuff happening with the NFL. Sure, they've been in on the payroll, all that stuff. We know that. But then we had these super weird last year, the DeMar Hamlin incident. We just had another Buffalo Bills player carted off and the ambulance had three, three on the back, which was DeMar Hamlin's number. <laughs> the guy had the same initials as DeMar Hamlin. You know, who knows? It's weird. And now you also have, as Ando was saying, that Taylor Swift has been hyped so much. Like they, everyone was losing their minds. She's because dating Taylor a Swift, Exactly. Because Taylor Swift is dating 
Travis Kelsey, a Kansas City Chief. She's at the games. It's all over the news. It's like it's obvious propaganda. He is now a spokesperson for Pfizer for the jab. So it's mm -hmm. it's so bizarre. So two things at once. He loves two things at once. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that ad? It's it's terrible. Yeah. It's just such a crummy scam. I mean, I I, I haven't, think... but it's just sickening and it's obvious and it's so dumb. It's like they're probably not even dating. They probably hate each other's guts, right? They're probably just being <laughs> I mean, paid. Never met. Never met each other. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, it's a jagged little crusty world that we live in, isn't it? <laughs> <It's>... Yeah. <laughs> Strange shit. But um yeah, uh I was just gonna comment on the it's oh they're so low. You know, they bring in these um these sweet little girls like uh Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus and they're all so wholesome and sweet. Uh Brittany's another one. Um and then you just watch right before you're right. You, you see your daughters, you know, your daughter sort of goes, Oh, I really like um what was it, Hannah Hannah Montana. Montana. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I oh, really and I was thinking, oh yeah, she's a good she's a good role model. Yeah, you can, you know, you can watch a bit of that or whatever. And and then all of a sudden <laughs> we turn and we become yeah. demonic little long nailed vipers. But um yeah, it's very sad to watch. Um It it really is. And honestly, here's something weird about Hannah Montana. She had two personalities. She had two lives in the show. Mm. So mm. at the time I never duality, thought anything of a duality it. concept. Yeah. Yeah. And the kind of like uh, the MK Ultra, the split personality, right? The mm. like the performer personality. Project and Mark. yeah, it's really bizarre. So, bizarre uh, sad. was she also involved with Harley Pasternak? Uh, I don't know. Harley Pasternak was the trainer that Kanye West called out for being um, a handler, basically. He was a Canadian military guy, and he even is in an interview stating that they played around with pharmaceuticals to help people, yes, um, to help people, you know, soldiers, like, just not need sleep and weird stuff like that. So now yeah. he's a Hollywood soldier, trainer. Soldier. Exactly. Yeah, the super soldiers. And he's a Hollywood trainer. And oh he's been gosh. a trainer to all of these people who have had very weird things happen. So obviously we know about Kanye's breakdown where he was put in a mental institution and he said it was basically against his will and that there was nothing wrong with him, mm -hmm. but they couldn't handle him. So that's why they did it. We had Ellen Page who said she was hearing voices and all of a sudden was transgender and had the whole surgery, which is debilitating, um, you know, it's genital mutilation and it's cutting off her breasts. She'll never be able to have children, even if she wanted to. Then um, I feel like oh, Mac Miller was a young, very talented rapper who ended up overdosing and dying. That was also a client of Pasternak. So there's a lot of weird yeah, stuff okay. with this guy. But I'm not yeah. sure if, if Miley was associated with him or not, but I wouldn't be surprised. Go back to Cyrus's, though. Uh, Billy Ray resurrected his career for a brief moment a couple of years mm -hmm. ago doing doing the song with the uh with the gay rapper Lil Nas X. Yeah. Old Town Road. Made, I missed that. made shoes, satanic shoes with blood oh in the soles. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, like yeah. Here's yeah. another 
down the the Cyrus rabbit hole, Billy Ray Cyrus was always presented as a good old boy, like, oh, shucks, I'm just a good old boy with a mullet, and I'm the nicest guy in the world, and I'm from the mountains of Tennessee. Hee-haw! Mm. That's how he was presented, and, and just had a sudden rise to fame. Well, guess what? Billy Ray Cyrus, either his father or his grandfather, was literally a Federal Reserve president. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and his wife, uh, dun, dun, well, they're, they're, they're divorced now. But, and actually, we'll put this in the show notes. Really Graceful did a video on this. It's a quick video, very informative, but it's, it's very suspicious. So then Trish Cyrus, which was Billy Ray Cyrus's wife, Miley's mother, like mm-hmm. I said, they're divorced now, but she also has a butterfly tattoo and i'm pretty sure it's like a pentagram tattoo as well yeah all the two mixed together is yeah 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 the butterfly is telltale signs of monarch and and so yeah some son of a federal reservist uh would you be surprised if he sold his daughter into globalist prostitution nope not at all not at all and she displayed the the classic signs, right? I mean, and, and I don't even mean yeah. like eye covering and all the weird, unbelievably sexual stuff for such a young person. I don't even mean that. I mean, she chopped off all of her hair. She dyed it blonde. That's one of the things that uh, that they do go through. Katy Perry did it. Uh, Miley mm, did it. Yeah, Brittany right. shaved her head. Kanye dy- dyed his hair. I mean, it's a weird thing. Mm. and um, And so she's been part of that. You know, and then with Trish having the symbolism, well, I've got one more little cherry to add on that. Dolly Parton is Miley Cyrus's godmother. Yeah. And we know that Dolly was a promoting the jab. Yes. <laughs> then the we talked line. about exactly the, the whole theme of Dolly's park, Dollywood, is butterflies. And recently we showed this maybe on a WTF forum episode, but uh, Dolly was featured, I don't even re- know what magazine it was, but the um, blog site Vigilant Citizen, they're always calling out this kind of symbolism. And they had pictures of Dolly with a leather eye patch, two separate mm. leather eye patches and two separate images. So one of them was a star eye patch covering her eye and the other one was a butterfly covering her eye. What do you know? What, what do you know? Dolly was one of the first people to throw money at Moderna in order to make sure that everybody, you know, had the, the correct software that That's they it. can manipulate at some point. She, yeah. she called people selfish that didn't want to get the shot. Yeah, and she so, and she did that disgusting thing where you turn a song into a promotion. Vaccine, vaccine, uh, vaccine, vaccine. Yeah, she did that. <laughs> oh. I put it on. Shoot me now. Um, I, I, I prefer fear the, uh, the meme, the, uh, it's a little cat paw and it says, Tobin, Tobin, yeah. Tobin, Tobin. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> That's okay. better. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ando. Uh, and oh, sorry, Ando, hold on one sec. Kill said Dollywood is great. Definitely worth a visit. I would have thought that too, but I'm not giving them my money now. No, Go ahead, Ando. Sorry. Invest in good well, things. she's on a billboard that's that's around everywhere, and it says "kindness, pass it on." It's like it's, so she's got mm. this reputation, 
She's got a, a reputation sweet. for being just a nice, sweet lady or whatever. But you know, then you you see all this dark stuff, and maybe yeah. maybe she is really a nice, sweet lady, but she's also being used by the cabal. Yeah, sure. Obviously. Now yeah, it she, could be just programming. Yeah, it could yeah. be. But she and she was young and beautiful and and maybe innocent coming out of the mountains of Tennessee and completely impoverished. That's possible. Um, it's also possible that she's an Oprah like figure, right? That she was bought and paid yeah. for from the beginning. It's possible that she made a Faustian bargain. She has been very clear um, through her career how much she loves performing, how much she loves the fame, how much she loves you know, the high life. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I am saying that as we know in this uh, corrupted industry that is, is weaponized against the populace that it's, it's very possible that she's playing her part. Um, and she has a, you know, an Oprah type story. And mm. we know that Oprah is a eugenicist. We know that Oprah is involved with shady people in shady places. So it's food for yep. thought in that regard. Also uh, probably wouldn't trust somebody with that much plastic surgery because I, I think yeah, I, I see a lot of people once they start getting the plastic surgery, I think that, you know, they, they do it more and more and more. And I think that they're giving them some crazy drugs. That's, that's my theory on that. That's why, you know, some people get addicted to the plastic surgery, but they're really addicted to the recovery yeah. drugs and yeah. maybe they're harder to get unless you have the plastic surgery. Yeah. I would not, uh, I wouldn't be surprised by that uh, thought as well. And then we, uh, Stella and I talked about this in another episode that anesthesia has real consequences for oh, yes. the vitamin levels in the body and just like recovery can be iffy. Uh, Kill says nine to five was a good movie. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Fair enough. Ando um, said guess, bubble yeah. bath water. <laughs> so uh, I was remembering whenever I was a kid, she was on TV all the time and she had some show on the Nashville, Nashville network. And she would be in a bubble bath at the end. It would definitely be covering her very large parts, but yeah, she, she was into sexualizing herself for sure. But it was, it was classy, but it wasn't, you know, like as classy as you can get being naked on screen. Um, yeah. Cover yeah, why, why, yeah. why I do that? Yeah. It's just not necessary. And I'll tell you something, like as a guitar player, there's no freaking way that she was playing her own guitar. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at some. I don't know how she managed to play guitar with those long nails. The nails. Yeah. I've it always just, wondered that. It doesn't happen. Like you just, I mean, my nails get beyond, like, not even looking over the top of my fingers and I've got to cut them because it's just too uncovered. There's no way she'd have to like have her fingers like sideways. And then, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, she only played fairly basic chords, so possibly, maybe, but I, I highly doubt it. So I reckon she, yeah. she probably wasn't even playing her own guitar. I don't yeah, know. That's, I don't know. That's where I would, look. I would be interested in your analysis on that. Kill said Joan Rivers her, yeah. had a shit ton of plastic surgery in her face. Yes, mm. she did. Um, and I do think that there are physical consequences for having that much plastic surgery. And I definitely think there could be signs of that as uh as the generation that currently is in so like a kardashians the cyrus like these young type starlets uh started extremely early with botox fillers and plastic surgery so i yes. think it's going to be interesting to see what if any physical price they have to pay for that that's a very good point because the very first i remember the first time i heard 
about Botox. I can't even remember how old I was now, but um, I, like I was just dumbfounded that somebody would even consider injecting botulism into their face. Yeah. I mean, hello, <laughs> what the hell are we coming to? So yeah. yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe the botulism in itself has created some kind of, I don't know, it's a weird thing to want to inject. Yeah. yeah People it's... inject strange things, don't they? They do. Yeah, you wouldn't it... want somebody to botch that. No, no, you Correct. So Kiel <laughs> says, I was always more of an Elvira man anyway. And Kiel, I'm, I'm happy to years. hear you say that because I feel like that's very appropriate with our spooky, spectacular show. Yes. Spectacularism of spookiness. <laughs> okay. So um, we are running a little bit long. So I... I want to thank everyone for hanging with us, but I am just going to quickly go over my story and uh, maybe we can get into more details about it later because there's a lot of occult stuff happening here. But Matthew Perry, friend star, passed away. I think most of you probably know that. I'm going to hit some of the highlights though, okay? He was found, allegedly he drowned in the bathtub. No, hot tub. My apologies. Okay. But if you look into, and Isaac Weishaupt has just put out what he referred to as an emergency episode. It's pretty good about this. And there's a lot of strange things going on with the story. And I'm just going to hit them uh, as quickly as I can. And I'll put the link for that podcast in the show notes. So you can check that out and see what you think. It's available for free on podcast or on Spotify. He's also on Rockfin, Apple, whatever. But basically, Matthew Perry, we saw that. So his catch line for friends was, could you be any more X, Y, Z? Okay. It was like very over the top. It's very silly, but that was his thing. So we then recently saw after his death, people were sharing a, um, a picture from one of his socials, which was, could I be any more vaccinated? And allegedly, he at least had the first two plus two boosters. So that's one consideration. The other consideration is that he, I think, had had a health incident, like a coma, heart attack or something years ago. And this would be before the vaccines came out. That's worthwhile consideration as well. I think he was in a coma or something. So then he also has a history of pain pill addiction and alcoholism. So we know that those can take a toll on the body, right? Yeah. However, the death ended up happening this past weekend. So it was the weekend right before Halloween, which we know is um, a high ritual time for those that practice that, whether that is, you know, witchcraft or, you know, I don't know if you call them Satanists or whatever, but that is um, a possibility. So then he had the posted, the last image of him was this very purple sky. And our buddy Jen is very big into studying like the color of images and the symbology as well. Shout out to Jen. And I also have another shout out for him coming up because he actually scooped Isaac on this. But so nice we were one. looking at, oh, go ahead, Seth. I was just saying, nice one. Good on you, Jen. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> So we were talking about just the color because it was very like Matt Perry in the hot tub. And then 
a lot of sky and a big full moon above his head, right? Then as we were talking about, he was signing off on his posts, Matt Man. Okay. So then that, of course, like we talked about, that made me think of the whole Dark Knight Rises, whatever. And then the thing with the hot tub. Well, celebrity deaths right off the top of my head that we know are associated with bathtub deaths. Whitney Houston found dead in a bathtub. Her daughter, Bobby Christina, mm -hmm. found dead in a bathtub. Aaron Carter, Nick Carter's younger brother, singer, Stella, if, if you don't know who he is, okay. um, found dead in a bathtub. Kim Kardashian, supposedly before she got robbed in Paris, is um, was also found or she was in a bathtub. And now we have Matt Perry being in a hot tub. And you think, well, like, why would they care about Matthew Perry? Whatever. Um, so. And also Elvis was found in a bathroom. Yes, yes, yes. And there's several others too. So that's worthwhile uh, to, to look into. Kiel said modern witchcraft is not necessarily the same thing as Satanism. Now, Deception. I, I don't study these as much. Isaac does say that there is a difference, but. Uh, Stella disagrees with that. So either way, um, it's ritualistic and it's strange. So we, we can talk about, you know, the whole bathtub, witchcraft, all that stuff later. But the I want to get those points out. So there is something very ritualistic about it. We know that. And there's an association with celebrity, odd celebrity deaths that are dying before their time. Then... Enter the other scoop that Jen gave me. And this was before Isaac. Jen told me that Matt Perry went to school with Justin Trudeau. So he oh, allegedly <laughs> beat up Justin Trudeau in school. And so he was connected. And Jen also said that Tom Green, the... Um, <laughs> My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. <laughs> yeah, the sausages, daddy sausages. Yeah. Yeah, the comedian yeah. Tom Green also was in that uh, group. And Gavin McGinnis, who was the founder of the Proud Boys here in the States, was also allegedly friends with them. So the point that I'm trying to make, and Matt Perry's mother was Canadian, and she actually worked for Pierre Trudeau. So what I'm saying is that mm. this is very, very strange. And it kind of ties in. Now, is the whole Matt Man thing something? Um, I don't know. Oh, Gentleman Skeptic says all magic is black magic. And, and I don't disagree with that. Thank you for I that. I totally input, agree. Gentleman yes. Thank yeah. you, Gentleman Skeptic. You are definitely, yes. I am on your side on that one. Yeah. So thanks for the input there. But th the point is that it's very weird. So what I'm saying is that normie cons out here who are like, oh, well, he just had the jab. He just was a, he was just a peel head or whatever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. But I don't think so. Right. There's something weird here. So I'm going to put the link to Isaac's show in our show notes for you to check out. I would love to get your feedback on this. Um, ignore Isaac's nonsense about like mass shootings and stuff like that. I think he's in like can't blame the guns, but I'm like, Isaac, everything that you know, don't you know that all these people have been experimented on? They're all activated. Like this is part of the thing. But anyway, just leave that out. Just listen to the info about Matt Perry 
and the other ritualistic and, and he gives specifics. So it's quite interesting. What have you got um, to say on that one, Ando? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. I, uh, when you were saying it, I, I was like, oh, yeah, the bathtub thing, because the bathtub thing is really common, but it was hot tub, apparently. Um, yeah. Did he did he Bob Saget or did he just die in his bath or hot tub? Because Bob Saget apparently slipped in the shower or something along that. Yeah, he line. hit his head. Um, yeah. oh, I was also going to ask, um, because that article that I think you posted, Ashley, about this, um, it said, oh, TMZ it was, it said that there was no drugs or alcohol. Oh, it might have just been drugs, not found on the scene. But then I thought, Correct. are they going to come back with, I mean, that was it found in his body, though? Like, there was no open or obvious paraphernalia, I guess, is what they're saying. Correct. That was my understanding. Now, I did read a blip earlier today that said that they did find prescription medication in the house, but it didn't say that it was being abused. Uh, yeah. And I will say that I it's not that I don't that I think that Isaac is uh, completely removed from being an op controlled opposition or something like that. It's it certainly is possible. You know, I like listening to his stuff, but I think you got to take it with a grain of salt, like where he's at. And he, he is very much supportive of the, um, you know, LGBT values and stuff like that, that I don't necessarily agree with because, because I see why, uh, why it's being done and cultivated and, and all that's destructive. But um, anyway, yes, back to you, Stella that it, it sounds like they are not saying it was drugs at this time, but it does say that he was found underwater in his hot tub by his assistant who lifted his head up to try to get him some air, first responders have revealed. But by the time the LA Fire Department arrived at the Friends Stars Pacific Palisades home uh, on Saturday and lifted him out of the jacuzzi, he was already dead. So it sounds like they're saying he drowned and his assistant found him at just, you know, just like right on the edge there. Still fresh. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, it's a strange yeah, one who knows? I mean, like a lot of those people are so screwed up because of their unnatural lives that, you know, there is a possibility that he just passed out and drowned or something. Who knows? But um, yeah, the influence now it that these people are living under, I mean, it would be impossible to come out with a stable, solid, you know, it's a stable, solid person. I think, I mean, there's very few who do. Yes. Very few. And now he's a friendly ghost. Yeah. Well, and know, <laughs> knowing that he was, that his family was that connected and then knowing that, you know, and I don't, I think these people are psychopaths. So how, how would we know that they're, that their children aren't experimented on and MK ultra. I mean, yeah, you know, we don't know that. That's and then to remember these people, these people are generations down from the generations before them who were yeah. doing some very questionable things. So we're seeing the results of that. Exactly. And so the other thing was if people think that he's an irrelevant celebrity, he was on the most popular sitcom of all time in the United States. And at that time in the late nineties, early aughts, that entire cast was making a million dollars per episode in the 90s and the 2000s. Mm, that's a lot of money, and isn't it? It's a lot of money. And so if you had 22 episodes per year, that was $22 million that they were bringing in. And that's um, just from the show alone. Just from alone the show. All the other um, spin-offs. 
Exactly. And the other movie deals that they got and things like that. So I think that you have to understand that he may seem totally disconnected from fame and celebrity now, but he wasn't. He was at the top of mm. of that, you know, sitcom celebrity pyramid. And the most popular sitcom ever. Can we... Um, um, oh, oh, hold on one sec. Uh, yep, sell, yep. Gentlemen's Skeptic said that Sam Tripley just did a show with Recluse on Project Artichoke. Fascinating. I'm not familiar with Project Artichoke, but uh, I will check that out. And then he also said it was unheard of at the time. The high pay, the million dollar per episode per cast member. Yes, it yeah, was groundbreaking. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what was the, Achilles just brought up this, uh, what was the Cranberries thing? Can we, can we discuss not only the connection of the cranberries with the Matthew Perry thing, but also the actual cranberries. Um... Doris. Doris, thank you. Yeah. Oh, Dolor she... Dolores. Dolores, yes. She yeah. was also found in a bathtub. Yeah, thank you, Kiel. Right, yes. yes, yes, okay. And there was that cran... some weird thing that Matthew Perry did with a cranberry or something, or three cranberries? Uh, it was three grapes oh, on one okay. of his Somebody posts. said it was cranberries, right. And right. he said, this is all that I've eaten today. It was oh, bizarre. okay. Right. And here's the other thing that Isaac had pointed out was that, um, so there, sorry, sorry. So there was no cranberries connection there then just the bathtub. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. For yeah. Clearing that up. Um, but Isaac had pointed out that the, um, that Matthew really didn't post that much, but then very recently he had been posting a lot and it was weird stuff like that. Like this is all yeah, I've right. had to eat today or a picture of the city and it's like, don't worry, I've got the city tonight. I'm Matt man. What? Is his uh, Instagram account still up or have they, somebody suspended it? It seems like as of when I was listening to that, that his socials are still up. Yeah. You should be able to find him on Instagram. Okay. And well, that, that tells me something too. It means that they want people to see stuff. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So Keel said, never liked that show. Maybe because everyone around me was losing their shit over it. Yeah, that I'm is, Same. that's possible for me. It was the age that I was at and it was just an absolutely huge show. So I was interested in it. It was, uh, you know, I have nostalgia for it, but I will say that uh, Owen Benjamin pointed this out <laughs> and he's even talked about this before, but you can find parts of the show that are done without the laugh track. And he's like, it's, they're psychos. It's just people being psychopaths, which is, is fair, you know, and that's part of the predictive programming, right? Like people, it's shown as funny, but it's actually horrible people. Mm, it's incredible. The um, psychology of canned laughter and canned clapping, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As, so, as soon yeah, as you hear that, you just think you just take any kind of sting out of it. It's like, ah, they're just joking. If you liked Friends, could you be any more normie? <laughs> True. <laughs> you could not be any more normie. I, I will say that I definitely was a big time normie con. And even a couple of years ago, our friends sent me a Friends advent calendar. And there was like these little ornaments and stuff. Um, you know, I enjoyed it. <laughs> don't hate <laughs> no, we, we were where we were at at that time so yeah for sure all right well i we definitely have gone over a little bit but i have and i i apologize if i've been annoying in my blabbing because i i've had a lot to say here but i will say that i've had a great time and i want to thank our very special guest ando uh for joining us today 
And yeah. uh, give me one second, Ando. I'm going to swing it back around. Stella, do you have anything that you want to sign out on? And thank you so much for being here. I have loved chatting with you about all of this wild stuff. Yes, as as usual, I always enjoy your company and being here and just blabbing and uh, especially enjoy when we know people are actually listening. That's that's really cool. It's so, so thank, fun. Thanks for uh, giving us your time, folks. And I, I just wanted to say one last thing. I was just reading. Some, I was reading a little bit about Alistair Crowley in the last couple of days and a little bit more. And uh, I don't know the name of the character, Professor somebody in J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter, Professor whoever is a fan will know exactly who I'm talking about. I'm Babe, sorry, I should have Dumbledore. Uh, I, I don't know them all. There was a Wait, few give me, give okay. me some personality traits and I'll tell you who it is. <laughs> okay. That character was based on Alistair Crowley. So, um, oh, damn, uh, I should have written down. That was the only thing I didn't it, write down was the name it of the could professor. Be... I thought you guys would just know it because... There, but there's a ton of professors. So oh, I it, didn't realize that. Okay. It could be Professor Snape, Severus Snape. Oh, I think who, that rings a bell. Yes, I think it he was, was Snape. the potions master, and he was someone who was for sure that was the, it. for the first several books. You thought that he was a bad guy, and he actually ended up being. Um, he wasn't what you thought he was. Spoiler alert! <laughs> um, <laughs> if you haven't seen it. Uh, oh, so Jenna... he wasn't what you thought he was. Gee, that's that's unusual, isn't it? Deception. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. So Gentleman Skeptic said Jack Allen of the Kojak Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence just did a show on Mr. Crowley. Yes, that's a good good looking out there because I think it was um, maybe yesterday or the day before that he did that. So go check that out. Jack Allen. I'm not familiar with Jack Allen. Yeah, so he's buddies with uh, the Odd Man. Out. And actually, Binkley has done interviews, I'm pretty sure, with both of those guys and done some podcasts. So if you okay. if you look it up, Stell, it is Kojak, C-O-J-A-C, Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence. Um, gentleman That's what skeptic, that means. Okay. <laughs> yes. He's, gentleman Skeptic said, basically, Crowley was British intelligence. I would buy yeah. that. Yep. Keel Definitely. said, Snape kills Dumbledore. So he just spoiled it for everybody. Spoil it. <laughs> uh, what we don't know, what Kill's leaving out, because these 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 media people, they only want you to get one side of it. This, the truth is that Dumbledore and Snape had already worked this out. Uh, Dumbledore was ill and dying. No kill. It's C-O-J-A. Spoiling it more. I know. Um, okay, so look, everyone's everyone who's going to read J.K. Rowling's stuff has probably already read it by now. I will never read it, never have, never will. (laughs) That was a long time ago. Keel said, So, all the trick or treaters at this time, I believe, are just looking to see who isn't watching their house. Is that because they're little (laughs) thieves? (laughs) Okay, so I never liked that idea of the whole trick or treating thing. I mean, yeah, I don't know, I just it's not my thing. They've sort of inflicted it on Australia apparent the, the the media are brainwashing us into believing that it's becoming way more popular now everybody's embracing it it's like well i'm not really seeing that <laughs> oh, it's popular it's like, here in the states it's oh, very popular that. we never yeah. had it at all for years it's only That's been so probably, weird i don't know maybe gosh uh, maybe the last 20 years i suppose it's kind of been forced on us you know you see all this made in china plastic crap for sale in the in the shops that you know is just going to be used one night <laughs> and then probably get all thrown out. Uh, just makes my blood yeah. boil, that stuff. 
Yeah, I, I definitely can understand that. So Keel said that Snape was also Harry's dad. I said Keel is fake news. He's just spreading this information at this point. <laughs> Straight to jail. Yep. <laughs> the correspondence will be entered into. Keel also said in regards to people watching his house trick-or-treaters, he stays out to show dominance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, everyone. Thank you so, so much. Um, Oh, we got one more thing from Gentleman Skeptic. He said, Anton LaVey would thank parents for letting their kids worship Satan one night a year. Hallelujah. He would, although it is said that Anton LaVey actually, as on his dying words, were, I've made a mistake. Hmm. I would say he did. Yeah, I would say he Apparently. did for sure. That could be a story too. Who knows? Yeah, it's interesting nonetheless. Okay, so Stella, anything else from you? I think I've said just about enough. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks, okay. thanks for um, having us here and thanks for joining us, Ando. It's been awesome. Thanks, Helen. Yes. Ando, thank you so much for joining us. As Stella said, I agree 100%. Thank you, Stella. I've highly enjoyed this uh, conversation. Ando, where can thank we you. find you? Uh, you can find um, find me on Catchers under Burn Babylon Burn. Um or look me up on my link tree, which is uh, libertylinks.io slash the doom kitchen. And you can also email me at the doom kitchen at protonmail.com. And Ashley, how do I find the union of the unknown? Yeah, were you, were you glad that Ashley asked you that? I, I certainly was, but I, I'm, I would be more glad whenever Ashley says her tagline because it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ando. I'm glad you asked. You can find us at theunionoftheunknowns.com. That's our Linktree page that has all the myriad ways that you can get in touch with us, including the link to our Discord where you can join the conversation and we would be very happy to have you. And you can find me over on Twitter at unionunknowns, running the Twitter account, trolling the war pigs uh, as it goes. And I also wanted to give Stella a shout out because, um, well, all three of us here will join the WTF forum as often as we can. Normally that's every week. So that's live on Sunday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And we like to share out uh, the link for that on our socials. And also Stella has been joining Brad Binkley on the proper Properport pretty regularly. And uh, it has been a lot of fun to listen to those episodes. So definitely check that out as well. Ah, thank you for that. Yeah, it's definitely good fun. Just uh, getting together with like-minded peoples. Yeah, it's, uh, they're very good episodes. A lot of fun to listen to. Um, so definitely check out Stella over on the Properport. Uh, last line here, Keel says, show dominance and mark my territory one of the many perks to owning land yes um and everyone thank you so much you for joining us anyway <laughs> yeah he probably does <laughs> um and he's not here to defend himself so i'm just gonna go with that but thanks everyone who commented in the live chat that was a lot of fun and we really appreciate having you here and having you just let us know that you're watching thank yeah. you very much Awesome. Uh, all righty. Well, we are going to get out of here and I'd just um, like to say, uh, God bless yeah. everyone and um, stay safe on Halloween and uh, pray. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Thanks, everyone, again. 
and we will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.